Okay, welcome back to the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we discuss the movies of the Marine Corps one minute at a time. I'm Brian Lockhart. And I'm Doug Greenberg from Rocky Minute. If you notice, we're missing somebody. We're missing Perry tonight. So Doug's going to fill in as co-host. So thanks I for joining us. I hope that's okay with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it can only go up from here based on what Perry and I have been doing for the last 88 minutes. Ooh, have you listened to Rocky Minute? I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's going to be a train wreck then. So <laughs> Good, good. Right in my alley. Well, speaking of Minute 88, we're doing Minute 88. This begins with Major Powers assuming command, and the minute ends with Clint Eastwood's lifeguard training kicking into action. You know, before we dive too deep into this, you watched the movie, correct? You've seen this. I did. Uh, yeah, once. Okay. So have you seen this before, you know, coming on the show? Uh, no, I watched it like three days ago uh, for the first time. Actually, like I've heard of it before and I knew Clint Eastwood was in it. And for some reason, I thought it was a movie from like the 70s or the 60s, like one of the early Clint Eastwood ones. No, but I, I you know, it's, it's this is like right up my alley. Like I was an 80s kid. I grew up in the 80s, and I, I loved all, like, the, the 80s action flicks and stuff. You know, I mean, this doesn't have, like, the, the action of, like, a Arnold Schwarzenegger or, or Sylvester Stallone movie, but, you know, it was, it was great. Like, I, I enjoyed every minute of it. Well, I can't say every minute. Like, the love story crap. I'm like, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> That's been everybody's and, – and I would say it was my opinion – before like like uh, that's 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 the fast forward part that's the part where it's on tbs i'm getting up and going getting a sandwich yeah yeah i'm I'm not paying attention now doing this podcast perry and i have well like we were always like oh hey look uh this is a talkie scene between uh clint eastwood and and his ex-wife let's just do this one alone we're not going to put anybody through this (laughs) that's generous of you yeah but but then when we do it it's actually was pretty entertaining and we we were amazed at how much we ended up having to talk about a scene where, you know, an ex-husband and ex-wife are arguing with each other. And we had a lot of fun with it. So I guess maybe that's me getting older. <laughs> <laughs> and appreciating, like, those dull parts. Right, exactly. Like, or when you're a kid and you just want to see the action stuff. But when you get older, you you, you appreciate the talky parts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I even, I mean, but I even like the parts I'm finding that, like, Arlen Dean Snyder, or, or I always mess his name up. But the guy who plays Chuzu, Sergeant Major Chuzu. He's like my favorite character now. <laughs> yeah. He's got some of the best lines and and he was just of course I never really paid much attention to him. It was Stitch Jones, it was Gunning Highway. That's it. It's really all I care about. I was going to ask is this one of those movies where like, you know, you're a younger man watching it, you relate to the to the uh the, the recon team when you're as you get older you relate to Gunny and uh and oh, Sergeant exactly. Major. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I, I yeah, it's like I want to be Stitch Jones. I'm totally Sergeant Major's Chuzu at this point. Yeah. <laughs> just rolling my eyes, making sideway looks without saying anything to people. It's just, you know, maybe once in a while come up with a gem. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's really your friend who's the tough guy, but, you know. <laughs> I think we all we, we all can relate to that a little bit. Yeah. Unless, unless you're the tough guy, but none of them are podcasters. Well, right. <laughs> well, I mean, let's not sell yourself short here, you know. <laughs> I was going to ask you what was your first impression, but I guess you kind of answered that. It was kind of up your alley except for a few scenes. Yeah. It's funny because some people who maybe don't recall the movie offhand, they're like, oh, but I remember this one part or I have vague memories of it just because it was either on or their dad liked it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This I, And I don't like my, my dad loved war movies, um, but I don't remember him watching this one back then either. This is one where my dad is always the same thing. Loves war movies. 
loves Clint Eastwood movies. He had my uncle come over to watch it. And, you know, I found an excuse at, at a young age, probably, probably about 12, if I had to guess, to kind of jump in and watch this R-rated movie. Now, right. now watching this, I would have thought that this was like, you know, growing up, this is such a, oh, it's a hard R. This is a bad movie. And there's like, aside from quick little, you know, gratuitous nudity and, and, uh, and the language, the violence is really tame. And honestly, the language isn't even that bad compared to a lot of, a lot of other things. So this is, this would be like a PG 13 nowadays. If you drop a yeah. PDF, it's not, it's really not that bad. No, I mean, it, you, I mean, you hold this up against something like Full Metal Jacket where it's, you know, you got, you got all the language and all the, the violence and the blood spurts and the, that, that one was, that was one that, that I saw young, probably younger than I should have. <laughs> and yeah, could, there's no comparison between that and this, like as far as like the R rating. For sure. That deserves an R. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, it, it's super violent, especially in the ice thing and the, you know, in the Vietnam stuff. And yeah, yeah. I've kind of made my opinion known on this podcast that as much as I'd like the first half of that movie, I could do without the second half. <laughs> right. In fact, we were half talking about doing that movie minute by minute. And I'm like, I don't know if I could commit to minute by minute format of that second half of the movie. <laughs> when, I, when I saw that the Marine Corps minute was a, a thing, I said, oh, they're probably going with Full Metal Jacket for the first minute, first uh, movie. But I was wrong. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to. I think we're going to have to do it. Mm -hmm. I was trying to think. I'm like, what's a movie that I love to love and would want to talk about all the time? And it, and it was this one. Because for me, this had a big influence in my decision to join the Marine Corps. Not so much with Perry. He, he loved aliens, actually. So the Colonial Marines actually had a big influence on him. That's funny. Yeah, you know, big sci-fi geek. So he, you know, that's he wanted to be like those guys. But I like Clint Eastwood. I'm like, I want to be like Clint Eastwood. I want to be, I want to be rock and roll Marine, like Stitch Jones, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't do either. So, you know, here I am podcasting. So. You fell somewhere in the middle. I'm sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's the best place to be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Right. I, I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm more like the profile of the group or, you know, may, maybe, uh, I don't know if I, if, if I really want to be kind, I'll say a forgetty or something like that, but <laughs> <laughs> right, there you go. But it's more probably profile. But. Yeah, with the cool sunglasses. Yeah, right. Well, that's the thing. I I can't see without them, so I wear my sunglasses all the time. So there you go. Yeah. Again, this movie had a big influence on me. <laughs> Let's jump into it though about this particular minute. This starts off right away with. Well, I guess I I'll say from on Friday there was a controversy of who won their little matchup in the in the bear pit. Uh, Stitch Jones clearly won. He was the last man standing, but Major Powers didn't agree that this was the. Uh, that he, he thought he cheated, basically. So, so our major chooser, being a problem solver that he is, he said that uh, platoon sergeants front and center, they're gonna they're gonna go mano a mano. And being that Major Powers wants a little shot at Clint Eastwood, you know, Gunny Highway, he doesn't like him, and and he kind of pulled a Captain Kirk move and assumed command and told Staff Sergeant uh, Webster that you know he's leading the platoon today. And I believe the quote was, "Old man, it's time for somebody to put you in your place." <laughs> And now Powers is supposed to be the, like the pencil pushing kind of leader who uh, use leader loosely, but right. the, the supervisor that never saw any action, just got his, uh, his title by, you know, just by rising through the ranks, but did nothing really to, to earn it. Am I right? Am I right about that? Yeah, that's correct. He was a supply officer prior to coming over to infantry. And not only that, he's, in a, he's doing like recon unit infantry guys. 
So he's doing everything by the book. He's trying to he's trying to run an infantry unit as if it were a supply where he can you know cross the T's and dot the I's and all that good stuff. Uh, and and as Clint Eastwood has said previously, he's a walking clusterfuck. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's and he's clearly showing that he's he doesn't know how he he, he wants to make an elite fighting unit but he doesn't know how to do it. He's not training his guys that he's giving favoritism to any way that, you know, that, that somebody should be trained. They like, they know where they're going to be ambushed. They he's cheating to win the 72 hour Liberty. Meanwhile, he's using recon platoon as like training dummies instead, instead of training them up. Every, as Clint Eastwood said, you we go to war, you're going to plant half these guys. Mm-hmm. And so he, yeah, he's just ineffective. He thinks Gunny highway is, a relic. There's no use for him anymore. He, maybe he's good in a war, but this is the new modern Marine Corps. And he's, it's almost like I was in, in the nineties, mid, mid mid to late nineties. And it was almost that same kind of mentality with a lot of guys too, where it was like, this is the new Marine Corps. I was going to ask that. Yeah. Like what, like meaning what, like the, the whole uh, running gun type of type of guy wasn't type of soldier wasn't useful anymore. Like, isn't that what the Marines are? Well, yeah, exactly. Like there's, there's a lot of, there was a lot of talk of like, you're not, you weren't like a real Marine unless you got busted down in rank, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> the new Marine Corps would be, was like, well, no, you're going to, we're going to ruin your career if something like that happens. You know, Gunny Highway should have been, he should have easily been a, a Sergeant Major like, like Chuzu, mm-hmm. but he had a problem with authority and you know, he, he probably got busted down in rank a few times when he was probably when he was younger, that that's, that's a given. Even when I like when I, when Perry and I were in boot camp, they would say stuff like "Mothers of America have ruined the Marine Corps." They would tell us that all the time. Mm-hmm. We, it was tougher when we went through, and of course, they all say that because every right. generation was tougher than the one that came before it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hear you. Right. I mean, it's just it is what it is, and I mean, there's even stuff that they do now in boot camp where I kind of, I try not to be like that. And I'm like, oh, these guys got it so easy. They don't know what it was yeah. like. And I had it easy compared to other guys, you know? So it's, <laughs> you're like, oh, you know, what's this? Oh, what do you mean you get to FaceTime your parents? Or <laughs> I never served, but I'm, I'm a police officer in, uh, in New Jersey. And I say that all the time about like the new guys coming in now, like how, how easy they got it. And they haven't seen, seen anything, you know, like, like I saw back in the day, you know, and just like when, when I started the old timers, you know, they had it worse than anybody else. And they, they were the real cops back then. And we were the candy asses, you know, I it's think that's typical. Yeah. 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 It, I, it's very, there's very, uh, there's a lot of common ground there, you know, <laughs> it's going yeah. to highway to said chewing the same dirt. Basically it's the same type of thing. You know, <laughs> the old guys are always going to make it sound worse than the new, you know, to the new guys. And they're going to continue on that tradition too. <laughs> Yeah. In some cases it's true. You know, in some cases it's like, well, yeah, it is, it is a little bit easier on you now because you didn't, technology makes everything easier, Mm -hmm. you know, just partly. I'll take a minute and say, thank you for, you know, your service. Ah, well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And you being a Marine, I thank you for yours. Well, thanks. We can, uh, you know, just thank each other. Yeah. Well, mutual <laughs> respect. Huh? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, like I'm fist bumping. You can't see it, but we're fist yeah. bumping uh, through the airwaves here. <laughs> I appreciate that. We, we definitely don't hear that enough these days, but, uh, yeah, unfortunately, but it, a lot of love coming from this side of the, uh, the aisle here. So excellent to know. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So, so leading from what I was saying about powers before, 
So mm-hmm. him being a, a pencil pushing, like really hadn't seen shit uh, in his life. He he gives Highway more of a fight than the guy in the jail cell in the beginning of the movie, or Swede did, you know, a yeah. couple of minutes back. <laughs> That's true. He does. But I have I do have a comment about that because I'll jump a little ahead about it. So Powers does get a couple good hits in on him for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first off, he's a big time football hero and he tackles Gunny right away. He goes right at him, tackles him into the water. They both get up and he and what he smacks Gunny in the face. Yeah. I can't know if he he does it once or twice, I think. Oh, he gives him one good right. Yeah, one good one. And that's the he tries two more really good solid hits, although he's swinging wide. And Gunny, Gunny blocks them both. And he kind of does like a, a, a shoulder toss. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Like, like it's, it wasn't like an arm bar, but he just kind of got him and kind of flipped him over into the water. It wasn't like, like I was going to say, Gunny never actually hits <laughs> major no. powers in this, in this fight. No, no, he doesn't. And I don't know. I mean, I've seen this movie a hundred times. I've probably watched it a hundred more for this podcast because I constantly have it running in the background every time we record. And, you know, I, I skip around a lot and I've, I've rewatched it a handful of times. I, I could have sworn Clint Eastwood does his traditional, you know, pit fighter fight, you know, punching moves that he does in pretty much every movie that he's ever in. Hmm. And then I was, I was, it was dawning on me as I was taking my notes. I'm like, he actually never lays a shot on, on on major oh. powers ever. I, I don't even know really how, how it ends. I, I mean, he does that, that little arm toss over the back, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Like, it, I, I don't know. There's something going on under the water, but he, all he does is like ends up dragging him out. And that's, that's the end of the fight. I think what happened, and I'm going to give him Clint Eastwood a little credit for this or Gunny Highway, although he doesn't punch him and I could have sworn he did. I think he chokes him out a little bit. As okay. he gets him in the water, which I'm trying to get exactly. Yeah, he's got him by the throat, both in the front and the back, and he's dunking him into the water multiple times. And then he flips him over, and then Powers just kind of, he's like a dog. He just rolls over and shows his belly. That gives him a little light drowning. Nothing wrong with that. Right, exactly. So I was like, it's like, well, is this waterboarding before waterboarding? Yeah, thing? Like, exactly. <laughs> so I think, I think that's, that's what did it. I think he just... I, I find it funny that he just lays there the entire time while, while Clint Eastwood drags him out. Exactly. Like, he just gives up. Because <laughs> this, like, if this was made today, this would be, like, a big-time, you know, mano a mano moment. And I'm sure the, the fight choreography would be much better, in a, yeah. you know, if this was made today. Yeah, I, I think so for sure. And, and Clint Eastwood can do a good fight scene. One of my favorite yeah. movies and favorite fight scenes is Any Which Way You Can. The one with, with the orangutan, and he has that street fight that just they fight throughout the whole town and destroy the whole town. <laughs> if you've never seen that movie, it was just, it's amazing. I haven't, but I think I'm gonna have to. Yeah, the the first one is like a dramedy. There's some funny bits in it, but it gets a little heavy, and they're like, eh, you know. But you know, it's, yeah, it's got to be funny. It's got a monkey in. It. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. the second movie, they were just like, we're just gonna have fun with it, and it's a comedy, and then the fight scenes are amazing. Nice. You know, so he can do a great fight scene. I like, like everybody says that the, one of the best fight scenes is from they live. Oh, okay. You know, the, the, the alley fight. Yeah. 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 I, I like the, any which way you can fight better, but that's me. I'm a little biased too. I like Clint Wood. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take well, I appreciate that. Right. <laughs> I have to, you're the host, you know, yeah, right. Well, 
I was surprised you weren't going to say, well, Rocky is a bunch better and, and battle scene you know, <laughs> or end fight scene. <laughs> Rocky four, of course. Oh yeah. Well, much like this there, he's going to fight communists in that. So That's true. yeah, there's a little common ground here, you know, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, um, had, had a, maybe a little thought on this. So we, we, you've seen the big guy in the background, right? He's uh massive. He just towers over everybody else. Sweet. The guy that yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Gunny beat up earlier. That's yep. Pete Koch. We've had him on the show a couple times, actually. Like, what would you reach out to him? I don't know exactly. Remember exactly how it happened, but I, you know, I'm on Instagram. I'm tagging Heart Heartbreak Ridge, and I think I found him. I was kind of looking to see who I could find, and mm-hmm. um, I, I wasn't really having a lot of success actually. And I think he, I can't remember if he found me or I found him. But as soon as he liked my photo, I think that's what happened. I think because I tagged Heartbreak Ridge or something, or maybe even even Swede he liked my photo and I immediately started following him. And then he, two seconds later, he started following me back. Like he, he's very pro military or at least respectful to the military because, you know, he played a Marine. He was never in the Marines. He, um, a lot of half these Marines, in fact, more, I'd say a good 70% of the people in the background that you're seeing during this scene were real life Marines of, in this unit. Yeah. I they, they use a lot of guys that were the base, like all this was on location stuff, right? Correct. This was a film, the camp Pendleton. It, it's supposed to be Camp Lejeune, but they filmed in Pendleton because it's, you know, it's California. It makes a lot more sense. So, yeah, all these guys filled the ranks in of the unit. And it was it was twofold. Well, you get authentic extras, but then mm-hmm. you got guys that can teach the actors how to be better Marines. Awesome. Yeah, so it was pretty neat. And uh, I, I've actually, through social media, reached out to a few people just in, in veterans groups that I'm part of. And I've, I've, I've had a little conversations, just chats with people that were there at the time and one guy was in the repelling scene. He said he made sixty American dollars that day. <laughs> hey, nice. <laughs> you know, so a little extra, a little extra cash there. Well, he repels all the other times for free, so I'm sure that's sixty bucks with. Exactly, I mean, that's like a thousand dollars today. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know math, but. <laughs> yeah, so you know, Pete Koch had he when we had him on. And in fact, one of these episodes, I might insert some audio of him just describing a little bit more of this particular scene. In a separate interview, he I heard him mention how this shot, the shooting day went long, and if you notice, like the the sun's starting to go down, mm-hmm. and so they may have been pressed for time, and instead of doing a big, huge, epic battle, you know, like right. oh, okay, because you see that it's kind of dark in in some of the some of the shots, and I guess it's because it was a drought, so it took them like all morning to truck in the water that they needed, and then oh, it was a long yeah. shoot and. So yeah, I, I that could have been a, a play in it, but also I feel like it's just a way to show that Major Powers bit off more than he could chew, mm-hmm. and he just was he thought he was bigger and badder than than he than he really was. Because one of the things I like is after he tells him I'm going to put you in your place, Clint Eastwood pauses, and him and Chuzu have this kind of you know like Clint Eastwood just he's great with his face acting, he just kind of uh-huh. smirks and laughs to himself, and Chuzu even has a little like <laughs> you don't know it's so slight. <laughs> Yeah. But he's just got this little smirk like, you don't know what you're doing, sir. <laughs> that yeah, I just caught that. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Is it I I love some like some real good nonverbal type of acting. And that's yeah, you definitely get that in that in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> and I've seen Clint Eastwood say in other interviews, he's like, Well, I may not have eloquent words, but he's like, I can stare and face act with the best of them. <laughs> and he's got some great looks in this movie. <laughs> yeah. And that's where some of the comedy comes too, I think, just some of his reaction. Yeah, definitely. And you don't you don't really, you know, think of Clint Eastwood as his uh, as like a 
a, a subtle comedy guy, you know, because he's been in so many serious movies, but he's got it. He definitely has it. Well, I've been kind of, kind of calling him a renaissance man because the more I've, like, I knew he sung and I knew he was in musicals and I knew he, you know, I've, I've heard a few songs he's done on like country albums and stuff like that, where he did a duet with like Randy Travis or, or something like that. But I found mm-hmm. out there's three songs in this movie that are just in the background. You almost can't even hear him unless you has your have your headphones on. And uh, he composed them and had this woman sing them. That was like his protege. He's like a jazz musician. No kidding. He's composed some of his um, his later movies. You know, as an older man, uh, the ones he just directed, he composed some of the music in some of them. I'm like, this guy's done it all. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah, he was even mayor once. So, <laughs> a couple of things I noticed when they were going into the water though, just start their fight. You know, mm-hmm. there one one guy yells come on major or whatever he says, but recon platoon, the Marines there, they, they try to help Gunny right away. They like take his blouse. Major powers ends up throwing his blouse <laughs> on the ground. And even, uh, mm. Lance Corporal Forgetti tries to, to grab his, his cover when he throws it, but it just goes, it just goes flying. So, <laughs> Oh yeah. 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 He's so he's, you know, I mean, it's the, the character arc of, of Tom highway and, and the Marines that he's instructing, but you know, that they're, they're starting to he's starting to gain their their respect and their loyalty we've repeatedly said probably about 20 times at this point it's minute 88 that this is the this is the minute where <laughs> everything changes <laughs> it's happened yeah. like five five times we've already said this but again you, just to your point at this point they're kind of on board with them and, and he he wins this match for them uh so that's like kind of like the the exclamation point on the sentence that he's already kind of um, started if that's metaphor makes any sense, but yeah, yeah, they've, he, there's been things throughout this movie, like helping Aponte with his $2 that he gives. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. We've been joking about that. It's like Gunny gives him money. And if you look, it's like two bucks. <laughs> go buy a pack of smokes and <laughs> apparently saves his family though. Well, right. Yeah. There you go. Um, well maybe you had to pay that kid from better off dead to $2 to get out of debt. And then, <laughs> so, but then he's, uh, you know, he, 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 motivated profile when when he said don't give the prick the satisfaction yeah you know he didn't make sweet go back to the brig he said no you're gonna be a right. marine right now just just all this stuff yeah so right now at this point they're on board now one, just one more thing he takes it the powers in front of them there you go i got a, a question about you know as a whole the, the character here now tom highway is a decorated war hero and medal of honor winner correct would he get this level of disrespect from any rank in, in, uh, you know, in, in his camp there. I would have to say no. I mean, I can't say for sure, but I would have to say this is fairly unrealistic. This movie is not going to get any points for being realistic by any means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As a matter of fact, there are, there are people who were in around this time that I've seen online that don't like this movie yeah. because they were expecting Top Gun or like a demonstration of like, this is what we do, but they got this kind of, well, I don't think people realize that this is actually a comedy as much as of an action movie. Yeah. So I think they were expecting more, but th- there's no way. I mean, first off, there's no way major powers wouldn't know. I mean, major powers did know he had to know. He's seen his service record. Yeah. And, and he's seen when, when Gunny showed up, he was looking at all his ribbons and we, I went in one of the episodes, I went through them all and that dude is stacked. <laughs> yeah. We call it a fruit salad. I mean, it's it's full. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot for sure. But I mean, the character is Major Powers doesn't respect that. He thinks he's a relic from a bygone era, and he hasn't any place in this new core. I mean, there's always assholes. I mean, there's yeah. always bad bosses. 
Oh, for sure. But I really just can't imagine somebody being that disrespectful to him, trying to run him out of the core. Yeah, coming from the major and, and the ranks above, but also the um, his subordinates, like the guys that he's training, like right off the bat, he he walks in and, and they're cursing him out, telling him to go fuck himself. And <laughs> what? Like this, this is a, a gunnery sergeant. Right. Well, these these are the bad news bears, though. So they, uh, you know, they're not your. T- well, and that's another reason why people, some people, have a problem with this movie. There's no way recon in real life would be anything like <laughs> what these knuckleheads are. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and of course, in in movie logic, they don't know he's got the CMH yet. They're going to learn that soon. Yeah. Well, real soon, right? Right. Although uh, um, Stitch Jones already knows she by knows, this yeah. point. Yeah. But nobody else knows. And their last guy was a pushover, and they think they're just going to run him out because he's an old timer too. They don't. They just don't know who they're dealing with. Hmm. Yeah, I really just, I just still couldn't see the whole platoon being a bunch of shitbirds. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you might get a couple, but exactly, you get one or two, and 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 if and it, they might even influence a few extras on top of that. Like, well, why, why they're doing bad stuff? Why do I have yeah. to do good stuff? You know. But there's always going to be some sort of leadership that's not going to stand for that. Yeah, especially the the guy who, you know, I mean, parallel to him is is Hartman from Full Metal Jacket, right? The one that I'm more familiar with. And he's like a take no shit kind of kind of Marine gunnery sergeant. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Imagine imagine him walking into that barracks and and those guys like cussing him out. Oh, yeah. No. And that's the thing, too. Like, this is an era where... Gunny easily, I mean, he grabbed Profile and he, and he mm-hmm. grabbed him by the nose and dragged him around and he broke, yeah. he broke the tool cue and all that. And that's exactly what would have happened. <laughs> right. I mean, even back when I was in, like they, they were starting to frown on stuff like that. It was like, they weren't, that's why they said Mother's America ruling Marine Corps. You have to stay one arm length away. We can't touch you. They found ways to correct you physically, but it wasn't as blatant as say when Arlie Ermey was was a real life gunnery sergeant and would just be able to mm-hmm. hey you're going to vietnam in like three weeks i'm gonna punch you in the face because you just you know talk back to me or you didn't do something right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i guess different vietnam time. and and yeah and the <laughs> 80s were different times for sure yeah <laughs> so yeah I, it is a little bit unrealistic though well that's refreshing because if this if that was the way shit really was i, w- I would be <laughs> a lot more cynical yeah <laughs> but I'm I'm glad that that this isn't like an accurate uh, depiction of it. No, no, not by any means. Although I, there are times where we're like, well, we knew people were like that, <laughs> or or you know, Perry and I would joke like, well, maybe not everything that Major Power does, but but maybe you know, we're like, yeah, we've seen people who are kiss asses, like Sergeant Webster is a kiss ass. Well, oh yeah, oh my God, I could like right off the bat when I was watching this, like guys that that for my job started firing into my brain i'm like oh my god that is so and so to a t (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) it's got to be some common stuff there where it's like it's Mm -hmm. just i mean i knew i knew people that that could get like that and because it's it's all i i don't know how you know if people understand how like the police work but i feel like people don't realize the level of politics and bureaucracy that goes into the united states military And, yeah. and it's, they're always, it's like, there's a lot of politicking and a lot of ass kissing and a lot of saying and doing the, you know, what you think is going to get you above it, You know, although I say that it kind of like, I don't mean to shit on it because I'm not, 
because it is a brotherhood and all that. But there's there's there is some there is a reason why there's a saying called Semper I, always me instead of yeah. Semper Fi. <laughs> I believe it totally, man. Yeah. No, I I was actually talking I was talking about this recently because um, I'm I'm rewatching The Wire. Did you ever see that? I've seen the first season and a half. Yeah, I like that first season. The, yeah, I mean, if you have to gut through the second season, which is kind of a drag, but it, it gets so much better after. That's what I hear. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I, I love. That's really the only cop show that I that I'm into because it's so. It's the most realistic cop show that's out there because all these cop shows glorify police work, and you know you wrap this, you wrap each murder up in in an hour's episode, and it's on to the next one, but. The Wire really shows like the political interference and the bureaucracy and the red tape and, and shit that goes on in police work. And like, the, you know, Baltimore is a big city police department, but it happens fucking everywhere, dude. And I'm like, wow, like this is real. And that's that's like you, you said that before, how much how much bureaucracy there is in the military. It is it's the same in police work anywhere you go, man. Big city, small towns. It's they, there's political interference. There's people doing what they have to do to get ahead and get promoted. And it's not about the job. It's about, it's about me and, and making rank and making money and fuck the other guy and stabbing your friends in the back to get, to get ahead. It's crazy, man. Yeah. That's, that's, it's always too bad when it's like that because there, you want that ideal, you know, you want it to be true blue and and it can be if you have the right outlook, I got to tell you, I didn't always have the right outlook. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I was Boy, wondering. Me, dude. <laughs> it's so <Hell> hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, I mean, the thing is, like, you, you would think that you and everybody you work with are we're all in this for the same purpose, right? But like, yeah. the more the more you get to know the people and the job, it, it's like you're you're not in it for the same reason. Like, I might be in it to protect and serve, and the other guy might be in it just to get health benefits for his family and forget about the job and the citizens, you know. Yeah, I totally understand that, you know, because like, like for me, I joined the Marine Corps because I, I mean, I feel like I'm a fairly patriotic person. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up, you know, Hulk Hogan, you know, uh, oh, yeah. red, white and blue, you know, <laughs> real American, you know, that, that type of stuff. I was all, you know, I, like I said, I watched Rocky Four over and over again. <laughs> Didn't we all? Yeah, I mean, I want to I want to end the Cold War, too. I mean, it was already <laughs> ended by the time I but I want to do that version, you know, like that. I want to do something big like that. So, you know, you, you know, I joined. And for me, I was like, my dad was in the army. So I, I had always thought about the army and just something clicked with the Marine Corps. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I wanted to prove something to myself as well that I could, hand, you know, do something to, in my estimation is the toughest of the branches. Obviously there are tougher units. Like I, I wouldn't even compare myself to a SEAL or any of those special forces guys. But as far as the overall branches, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to prove that. But then, like you said, you get a guy that's there. I'm here because I want to go to college. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you know, I'm here because it was this or, you know, I'm, I'm on a waiver and if one more strike, I'm going to jail type thing. So I needed to get out of my, you know, I needed to do right. something with my life. So. Um, Absolutely. Although everybody that, has different reasons for. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but. No, no, no. You're, I was just going to agree with you. Well, then I definitely shouldn't have cut you off. <laughs> please, please continue. <laughs> continue, sir. I never get that at home. <laughs> oh, man. Preach it to the choir. <laughs> Well, I mean, this this minute's pretty pretty much summed up. Do you have anything else in particular about this minute you want to discuss before we move on? Maybe uh, do another one. No, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to go. All right. Well, why don't you do some plugs? Yeah, I'm uh, one of the hosts of a little show called Rocky Minute. Uh, we 
break down the Rocky movies one minute at a time. We have two full seasons done already, and we're we're slugging through, but we are getting through Rocky Three, hopefully to be released sometime in 2020. We joined two other podcasts, Going the Distance and the Slycast, on one singular feed. Uh, you can find us at the Sylvester Stallone Fan Podcast Network. And what we're doing now, um, we're new. We're new to the network, so we're re-releasing all of our old episodes first before we start releasing season three. So we're uh, midway through. Uh, the re-release of Rocky one. So if you want to head over to the Sylvester Sloan fan podcast network, you can catch up if you haven't heard the show. Yeah. I'll just take a quick second to endorse that. I've been listening to that show and I love it. Um, I love Rocky and the show's a lot of fun, a lot of laughs on that, on, on your show. So I'm looking Appreciate forward to season that, three. Yeah. <laughs> all, we all are, man. <laughs> the, season three has been our Mount Everest. We're the Marine Corps Movie Minute podcast, and uh, I'd just like to send people to Instagram, Marine Corps Movie Minute pod. You can find us on Facebook at the Marine Corps Movie Minute quarter deck. Tell us what, what you think. Well, since Perry isn't here, usually I like to give him a little shit before we leave. So, Doug. Give me shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're, you're, you're getting it. You're on the receiving end now. <laughs> it's time for somebody to put you in your place. That's your sign off. That's my sign up for this week. And ah. <laughs> oh, great. So I'm trying to give you shit. Now you're giving me shit because this is usually what <laughs> happens when Perry's here. I usually try to do a line from the minute and it usually uh -huh. doesn't go well. And he just crushes me afterwards. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's what you're going with. <laughs> oh, I pretty much did exactly that. <laughs> well, see, you know, he said, that's your sign off. <laughs> right. Exactly. I just sign off. You know, that's staying in. <laughs> <laughs>